0: Hey, thanks for joining me today. Today, the timeline message is Faith Speaks. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you are here. You said you want to be with us. We thank you that you want to give us wisdom. You want to give us revelation knowledge as to how to live in your kingdom so we can represent you, so we can show who you are, so we can prepare the way for you. And we just love you and praise you, and we thank you for that. And just wanting you to teach us today. In Jesus' name, amen. I am so excited for the message today because God is teaching us. He's calling us to prepare the way for him. And to do that, we have to do what Jesus told us to do. And Jesus came, he said, when he came, he said, I only do and say what the Father tells me to do and say. And he was doing and saying what the Father told him to do and say when he was here. And then when he left, he said, now I'm going and I'm, gonna, I'm asking you to do what I did. All power and authority has been given unto me, and so now I'm giving it to you for you to do what I was doing. And so when Jesus was doing what the Father was doing, he was imitating him. He was showing us the Father. And we know, we know God when we look at the Word of God. He said, light be. And so Jesus said, be healed. Your faith has made you whole. He copied his father. And that is actually who God is. He calls things into existence, and it tells us that in Romans 4.17. It says he gives life to the dead and speaks to non-existent things that he was for. Okay, and then this is the Amplified Bible. That's part I just wanted to read to you. He gives life to the dead and speaks of non-existent things as if they were. And so that's what Jesus did when he was here. He came to show us the Father. That's what he did. He, he said what the Father said. He copied his dad. And so when he ran into the man with a withered hand, he didn't say, oh, I feel really bad for you. You know, sorry about that. But he changed that man's life. He showed him the Father. And he said, stretch out your hand. What about the blind man? He did the same thing. He changed his life. He didn't say, oh, sorry about that, you know, like we do. And then even, well, should we pray to the Father? No, he already knew what the Father said. He, he's already connected to the Father. And so he put mud on his eyes and said, go wash. And he washed and he was made whole. But, you know, we're not doing that. And God is wanting us to do that. He's saying really that He's not going to do it. He's calling you to do it. Faith speaks. So we speak to our circumstances. We call those things into existence like our Father did, right? God said we were made in His likeness. Jesus came and He said, I'm here to show you the Father. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. This is how things happen in heaven. This is the kingdom of heaven that you're looking at. When you're looking at me, I do things God's way. I'm not gonna do things your your way. Wouldn't that be sad? Wouldn't that be sad if there wasn't a higher, better way? And there is God's way. It's awesome. It's so good, it, it's almost too good to be true. So he's saying, if you're sick, call yourself healed. By his stripes, we were healed. He's saying, whatever your circumstances, don't speak it but speak those non-existent things into existence. That's what he's calling us to do. And, you know, um, on the vine, when, when we're talking about on the vine, Jesus said, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm the vine, Father's the vine dresser, and you're the branches. And when we're in agreement, when we get those dead branches off, and today I just want to call them doubt because that really sums up the whole thing. Anything doubt, anything that's not faith, He's going to get off of you. And when you do that, you're going to be in agreement with him. And then he said, you can ask what you will. And for such a long time, I thought, and maybe you did too, that we're supposed to ask him to heal us. And that's not what he's saying. He's saying, if we're connected, you can ask me whatever you want. You're going to have my power. You can ask me whatever you want, and it'll be done for you, and you'll be glorifying the Father. And so what he's saying is, I'm going to give you revelation knowledge. You're going to have special privileges because you're interested, right? You're hanging on the vine. You're interested in being recreated, being like me and living in my kingdom and doing my work. The disciples were interested, right? They left everything and they started following Jesus because they could see this cool life. And then he sent them out and they did what he was doing. And so we we're, we're asking the wrong question when we're saying father will you? In fact, you know, we're so we're always so wondering is it his will to heal me? And you know, you can look at that in a different perspective as I did today. Um, and you can say no, it's it's not his will. And normally I would say yes, it's his will to heal you by his stripes you were healed. But when we're looking at what God is saying to us today, maybe we're wondering, is it His will? Because we really don't know that it isn't His will that He should do it again, but He already did it. It's His will that you call it, that you put that name on yourself and say, "I'm healed, I'm blessed, I'm the son of the living, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a son and daughter of the living God. I have His power in me." You know, God. Anointed Jesus and gave him power. He came in a human body. He said, Father, I'll go, I'll tell him who you are. And then it says, He was anointed with power to go around healing all who were oppressed and harassed by the enemy. God anointed him with power. And so we need to be asking for that power. We need to be asking for revelation knowledge and um, not asking to be healed. We're already healed. What we say is what we get. That is what God is saying to us today. If you keep saying what is, if you keep calling those things that are to be, that's what's going to be in your life. If you say your circumstance over and over again, it's just going to say the same. It's never going to change. Your part is to call those things to be not as though they were, just like your dad did. Jesus did what his dad did. He went and put mud on that guy's eyes because his dad told him to do that. He's connected. He knows what God is thinking. God sent him. He sent him because he loves us so very much. And he wants us to know how to operate in his kingdom right here on the earth. Isn't that exciting? So it's not that God is saying, no, we're really saying, no, I'm not going to get in the book. I'm not going to get to know you. I'm not going to do it. That's what we're saying when we don't give him the attention When we don't believe, you know, Isaiah says, we all go our own way because we don't get it. All that Jesus did for us, all that he came to give us, and we don't receive it because we don't get it because we don't have time to get to know him and get on the vine and get those dead branches off and get the revelation knowledge we need to know what he's talking about. He said, all power and authority has been given unto me, now I'm giving it to you. Now you go and you do greater, you're going to do greater things than I did. So he's saying, you're going to go and do what I was doing. You're going to go teach everybody this thing that you learned. And you're going to lay hands on the sick. You're going to cast out demons. Demons, she used to still let demons hang around. We don't even know what they are. We don't We don't know the things that we need to know to even recognize a demon to cast them out. And so we go to the doctor and we get, all, get, get on all kinds of medications that we really don't even need. Because it's just a demon, but we don't know that. It's too far out there for us because we really don't know God. But when you get to know God and you start asking him stuff, he's going to give it to you. If you're going to get on that vine and you're going to stay connected to him and you're going to stay committed to him, that is really what being a Christian is. It's not just saying a prayer and getting a ticket to heaven. It's being a part of his kingdom, being a part of what he's doing, being his child. Jesus never said, You know, Father, I, I'm just having a day. Can you come and do it? Of course not, because he wanted to do it. He's so in love with his Father, and we should be so in love with him that we want to do the work. You know, we can't be just going i'm I'm just having a day. I just don't really feel like it. I don't. you know i I can't do it. Jesus was committed to the Father, He's committed to the Father. And we need to be committed as well. And when we're when we're committed to Him, we're going to feel like it. We're not going to have one of those days. You're going to be excited to have the revelation knowledge to know that you're connected with the King of kings and the Lord of lords and anything is possible for you who believe. And we can do this thing because we have His power in us. You know, the devil has us so beaten up and... and um, downtrodden. He just has us so thinking so bad of ourselves that we don't have enough confidence to think that God would even ask us to be a part of him, to have his power in us. And he does, and he wants to. He said it. When you, when you receive the Holy Spirit, you have his power on the inside of you to go and to do his work. And you can't do it if you don't believe it. You can't believe it if you're not on the vine. If you're not getting, feeding yourself the Word of God, if you're not letting Him teach you, if you're not letting Him get all that doubt out of your life, all those dead branches, then you're not going to be able to do it. And so that's what God is saying to us today. He's saying, if you don't do it, it's not going to get done. I sent Jesus, and now He appointed you. Think of that. We're expecting God to do all this stuff. And He's saying, no, you do it. I'm not doing it. You do it. I'm not going to come down from heaven because you're having a bad day and do it for you. I'm going to empower you. I'm going to anoint you. I'm going to give you the wisdom and revelation knowledge to know where to go and what to do. I've called you, but I'm not going to come and do it for you. You're going to do it. I've called you to do it. Isn't that awesome? He's saying faith speaks. We got to speak it into being, and we're not doing that because we think it's too flack, flaky. Or, you know, we just think it's too far out there. And yeah, it's weird at first. But once you get to know God and you hang out with Him, you call those things into existence and they happen. You know, when my son was born, that's how his healing happened. Everything I said happened. I said, You're healed. You don't need that shunt. I said, You're healed. You're healed. You're healed. I kept saying, He was healed. And He had one healing manifestation after another, according to what I said. If I don't say it, it doesn't happen. When I was teaching him, I told you the other day, God told me to tell him to stop saying what is. You know, if we drift away from the word of God and we're not constantly hearing it, we forget. And then we just stop doing it. And that's the enemy's intention is to get us distracted and away from the word of God. So God is saying today that he's not gonna do it, but he's calling us to do it. And when we do it, We're going to have that revival that um, we're looking for. God is going to start moving through those who believe. He's going to show himself. I believe that's what he's saying to me today, to tell you that he's coming and he's coming through us. He wants to work through us. He's calling us to speak it into existence. He's calling us to give him permission to anoint us with his power to go around doing good, healing all who are oppressed and harassed by the enemy, casting out demons, laying hands on the sick, speaking in other tongues. But if we don't believe it, you know, we're talking about that vine, you know, and um, God is saying, are you in agreement with me? You know, are you going to call those things to be not as though they they were? Are you going to speak things into existence? Are you telling me, no, I won't do it? Because if you don't do it, he's saying nothing's going to happen. He's not going to do it. He's going to empower you. has the power to make what you say come to pass. He does, and he will, and that's what the Word of God tells us. But he's not going to do your part. you got to do it. And that's exciting that he entrusts us with his power. Just like when you entrust your children. You know, you give them permission for whatever, and they take that permission, and they do it. I can always only think of, you know, you give your kids the keys to the car so they can go do that thing, right? Or or you you give them permission for something else. You're not going to do that for them anymore. They're grown up, and now they're going to do it. So when you get on that vine, and I know I'm repeating myself, but it takes a while to get it. You know, we got to hear it and hear it and hear it and hear it. So we get on that vine, and we let Jesus get all those dead branches off of us, that doubt and the unbelief, and then we start asking the right questions, not, will you heal me?" but, you know, how do I do this?" Um, you know, anoint me with your power. Where do you want me to go? What do you want me to say? What do you want me to do? I believe that Jesus and um, the Father were having that conversation when Jesus went around healing. You know, go to that man and put mud on his eyes and tell him to go wash. And I believe that's what Jesus was, um, how he was being directed, because I hear God direct me that way. God's going to tell you what to do. When you're connected to the vine, you can't do anything apart from him. You can't. If you're off the vine, you're disconnected. An unbeliever is disconnected. And if you say you're a believer, you need to be connected and in agreement with him and be willing to speak it, call those things to be not as though they were. Faith speaks. God is saying to us today. So say it. Keep saying it. Keep saying it. Keep saying it until it happens. I just feel him prompting me. Um, when I was first learning this, and um, my son had a healing, his urine was backing up into his kidneys, and I was saying it and saying it and saying it. And then the next year, they wanted he had he had a miracle, and. Um, he he was tested, and it was no longer backing up into his kidneys, and I didn't have to cath him anymore. And then the next year, they wanted to check him again just to make sure. And Satan was just telling me that there was something wrong with him, and he I'd have to go back to that. And I just said, no way in Jesus' name. By his stripes, he was healed. And I just remember um, pacing the the little room I was in while they were doing the test. I couldn't be in there. And I kept going back, I could see through the glass, but I kept going back and forth and back and forth. And I kept saying, by his stripes, he was healed. He is healed in Jesus' name. I kept saying it over and over and over and over again. And I wouldn't let Satan's thoughts in. You know, Corinthians says to take captive every thought and make it line up to faith, make it line up to the word of God. And that's what I was doing. And this morning in my time with God, he was saying, I noticed that in my heart, goes out to the people that are doing my word. And you know, he was right there to back it up. And of course he was okay and he's still okay today. But if I would start saying, I'm afraid he's sick, I'm afraid he's sick, I'm afraid he's sick, then that's exactly what would happen. I asked God a question a couple months ago and he always speaks his word and I asked him something and he said, what you say is what you get. That's how his kingdom operates. And so when you ask him to come and live on the inside of you, you're really committing to be a part of him and living in his kingdom. And if you don't do that, you're disconnected from the vine. You're disconnected and you're apart from him. And he said those dead branches are going to be gathered up and thrown out because you're in disagreement with him. If you're in agreement with him, you're going to say and do what he did. You're going to imitate Jesus. Jesus came to show you the Father and then he gave you all power and authority, and he said, now you go and you do what I was doing. And so that's what we're to do. And so when you ask him to come live on the inside of you, then you're really committing to do his work. You're committing to be in agreement with him and get on that vine and get cleaned up. Jesus said they were washed with the word. The word of God cleans you up. He is his word. John 1, 1 says, in the beginning was the word and the word was God. So when you ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you, he's going to do that. He wants to. In Revelation, it says that he's knocking at the door of your heart, and he's just waiting for you to invite him in. And when you do that, he's going to come in and dine with you. You're going to get on that branch with him, on that vine with him, and um, he's going to get you all cleaned up and fixed up. But you got to allow him to do that. It's a lifestyle change. He's calling you to make a difference in someone's life. He made a difference in that man's life that was blind and all the other people he healed. He changed things, and he's calling us to be changing things as well, to make a difference, to look like him and go about and do his work. That's what he's calling us to do, so it's not just to take it to heaven. He's calling us to commit to him. It's not to be a baby Christian all your life and say, I didn't know, and I didn't feel, and And, you know, just let the enemy beat you up. But no, we're to take authority over the enemy. He gave us authority over him. He said, whatever is bound on earth is bound in heaven and loosed on earth is loosed in heaven. And so when we're connected with him, we are connected. And he thinks we're good enough. Otherwise, he wouldn't have told us so. And so I want to just offer to say that prayer with you. But I want you to remember that it's a lifestyle change. You get connected to him and you let him Make those changes in you so that you can be like him, a part of him. And then you go out and do what Jesus was doing. Say and do what he is doing, not just what the world is doing, because then you're going to be disconnected from him. So if you would like to say that prayer with me, and by the way, you're going to be so blessed, so extraordinarily blessed. Your life is never going to be the same because you can change every circumstance. you got to get that. And it takes practice and it takes time. But God is going to help you when you stay on that vine. So let's pray. Dear Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you want to come and live on the inside of us. And you want us to do your will. You want want to empower us to do your will, to do what you did, to be like you. And we're just asking you to do that. Just thank you and praise you for teaching us, for cleaning us up with the word. We thank you and praise you that we can be so committed to you. And instead of thinking it's just a little prayer that gets us to heaven, but to know that we have to be committed to you and in agreement with you. Love you so much. We praise you and we give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Now, if you asked him, he came in, whether you felt anything or not, I pray that you do, but he's going to manifest, excuse me, he's going to manifest himself to you when you start applying the word of God to your life. Remember, we talked about when you apply the word of God, that is faith. That means you have faith in him. And so when you um, apply the word to your life, Jesus said, if you love me, you'll obey me, and I'm going to show myself to you. I'm going to manifest myself to you. He's going to show himself to you. And just remember, you've got to be asking him the right questions. Ask him what you do. So many live in the lie of thinking they don't have to do anything. And we do. We have to do it all. God's power is going to rest in us. His power happens when we speak. Faith speaks. Thanks so much for listening today. And if you said that prayer for the first time, I'd love it so much if you let me know. God bless you. And thanks so much for listening.